AKA Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Procrowa Radio. It is a lovely weekend Sunday here in New York City and in Columbus and in Baltimore and in uh, Richmond. It is great. It's beautiful. I, your beautiful host, the Dowager of the Table Night, Just X Henry, and I'm here with my fellow co-host, Black Word. Hello, hello, hello. Can't wait to see you at the Hellfire Gala. The bitches aren't looking cunt. They're not giving face. They're not giving looks. Meanwhile, I'm bringing everything I got to bring, and I hope the bitches is ready. Table Dusk, how do you do? Also, my fellow co-host, the Wind God Vontae. What's up, you guys? The region is here. Table Day representing. Um, we're going to get into these Hellfire Gala looks because we have some shit to talk about, y'all. <laughs> And finally, the man who destroys holes, the Wanda Maximoff of No More Tops. Dr. Showtime. <laughs> what top? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your representative of Table Don. You know I'm coming to the Hellfire Gala with a sickening cape number. Um, be ready. Guard your loins. Everyone wants a cape. Everyone wants a cape. I feel like it's very much in style now um, for everyone to have a cape. The thing is, I feel like the theme for this Hellfire Gala was American Eagle apparel. And, like, everyone came to dress down. Like, I see, you know, even Sink came with his best ASOS number. Okay, then I'm going to change mine to a cloak just so that we're a bad bitch. Tell me the difference between a cape and a cloak right now. <laughs> G-O-O-G-L-E dot C-O-M. Well, a cloak actually goes around your entire body and frames the front of you, like, like from your neck all the way around. A cape just covers your back. You would come in to do the save, Henry. You would come in to do the save. It was that simple of an answer, but it did not occur. It did not occur, I, and that's I, all I'm going to say. I, I had to think about it. I had to really think about it. I was like... It's, it's a very subtle difference. Like I, I also feel like it's a utility thing. Like A cloak um, gives the idea of traveling, whereas a cape is legitimately about showmanship and spectacle. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe a good poncho number, even because you know, the uh, you get a good poncho going on. It's a lot of good looks. Um, when I was designing my um mood board for my look, because I'm gonna be dropping an OC and that's gonna play into our our circuit party for today. Um, I had to like really expand my horizons because I was like, the Western fashions they get really generic at a certain point. Um, and I was like, okay, I can do like a like a do rag that's a cape, but even that felt like it felt like too done now. You know, everyone, every hood nigga is a king, and therefore they gave themselves a cloak. Um, I had to find a way to remix it. I hope it when you do an OC, like you give it to like the artist, you can make really specific demands, but at the same time, you got to be careful because they might not be able to translate it as well. Um, or to take your idea and do with it what you have in your imagination. So I had to get like a bunch of different ideas um, about what I wanted. And I also had to scaffold a power and a full history of it for the artist. Because like, 
I'm like the whole the whole the whole point of the Hellfire Gala is you use your power in whatever you're doing. You're supposed to do that. They forgot this year, but we know that's what you're supposed to do. Um, and so I had to scaffold my power from the bottom up to be like, yeah, incorporate writing everywhere because his power is power word. You know, he he edits reality or he edits his immediate reality in accordance to how we can revise language. I'm just a bad bitch with a bunch of passive powers that um, the girls don't things. like passive powers, though. The girls don't like passive powers. Me and Christopher got into it when he dropped Evil Eye. I was like, I love Destiny's power. I love a good precock. I love an oracle. And Christopher was like, I don't see it for passive powers, really. If you can't manipulate something, you're kind of used to this as a mutant to me. And hmm. interesting thought. Interesting thought. Um, this week, we hope to say, take that Christopher at least four times because we have a lot of passive powers this week pulling the weight for Krakoa. And Araco. And Araco. It's going down, baby. The passive powers are getting there. Mm-hmm. We're coming to y'all mm-hmm. early today. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming to y'all very early today. It is 9.51 a.m. Um, it's a quiet... The girls it's... are not awake yet. The girls are not awake yet. I've only mm-hmm. only jerked off like once. It's only once. Okay. Only I was, once. I was getting there before you called. We are. This will be a low sex uh, episode, which is very rare for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very very rare. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week we're doing Legion of X numero tres e Sabretooth numero cinco. Um, so we want to give our scores for which one? We'll do Legion of X first, just because the closing of Sabretooth just makes more sense to go second. Um, so what are our scores for Legion of X number three? Um, 7.5. A hard seven. Mm, I, I can, I can give it that too. I'm giving it a uh, 7.4. Girl, 7.4 really? is petty as this hell. Is, this, is not, this, is not the, <laughs> this is not the price is right. I'm giving what it a 7.4. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite deserve a 7.5. Monte? Um, I get fine. I give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's just I'm not. It's it's it's. it's it not was just bad. a blood it's issue. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's not bad. I mean, the entire series is not bad, but it's just it's not. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I really feel it's... like with the whole mutant police thing, they really should have did the freedom force thing like they did back. In the 80s, that's just my personal opinion. I get the religious aspect of it, but I'm just not, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not grabbing me. I mean, it, it's ironic that it's also the first issue we aren't squarely in the Iraqi culture for a lot of it that we felt like this because I think the book has major punches when it's like these are all Iraqo all the time. We're dealing with Iraqo politics, maybe less so in the favorable light that we might see in X Men Red. This is Nightcrawler looking at it through his 
Christian played lenses of going, oh my God, this is so uncivilized. You can't kill gods. And you're like, of course the fuck we can. We're mutants. We can do what the fuck we want. Um, it's, it, it's almost entirely in the altar. So it's very, it's, it's trippy in like a not great way. If they had like a vertical artist do this, like an old fashioned, like how they used to depict the astral plane, it was like really trippy, but you understood everything because the metaphor of the artwork did the work. Um, I feel like it would be way better. I don't think this this artist had the like the imagination to get as visceral as possible with this. And it shows itself when we see uh Nightcrawler um being horny on Maine and his sister is there, and you're like <laughs> Brian, why, 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 Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, someone on Twitter said, like, he's 0 for 2 so far in, like, being a sister lover, and they're mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and then on top of that, well, why do we have a Banshee version of Banshee? No, it's, it's the Ghost Rider, which is, I'm really confused when. Uh-uh. No, that's Banshee. a Banshee version of Banshee. Yeah, he got um, power boosted from the god. Yeah, the Ghost Rider. Mm-mm, he's a Banshee friend. No, Banshee was given the powers of Ghost Rider. When was this? Did I miss that? No, she says it. Because the thing is that, like, so there's some point in the book that someone says something about that Mother Righteous went to Legion to tempt him with new power and Legion declined, which which was not really explicitly clear either when that happened. But apparently... It was the temptation of the powers of Ghost Rider, but Banshee took the bite. I gotta find it. It's in here because I was like, I was so I wasn't confused because I was just like, oh, when did that happen? Well, I was like kind of confused when that because like the series of events in the books are not making sense to me. So I've been trying to understand a few things. Okay, well, you talk amongst yourselves. Let me figure out where I can find this. Hold please. This issue's main problem is that it has so much liminal bullshit like that. Um, where you can't get a oh, wait, Paul, full Paul grasp. Found it, found it, found it. It says right here in the, in the opening, uh, at the last paragraph of the preview of the of the all the photos, it says, and still somewhere a mysterious newcomer named Mother Righteous emerged from the astral plane and offered Legion an extraordinary gift, seemingly the power of a ghost rider, along with a vision of a future in which he leads X-Men in his father's footsteps when David didn't bite Mother Righteous turned her uncanny sight to another broken mutant, the vulnerable Banshee. Well, they must have just addressed that in this issue because yeah, it was it very was, vague what they, it was very vague. Yeah, what she was no one reads the prologues issue. if you, you don't read the prologue if you already read the previous issue. That's the problem. I don't ever read the right. I, 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 I just read the issue. I still, I still read the prologue. I, I, I'm an old girl. You know, I still read <laughs> Nerd. Up my... You like books? You like to read, Henry? <laughs> What a loser. I mean, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, 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 shade. Shade, but true. The only time I read the prologue is when I really wasn't paying attention to the first book in the first place. I don't have to read the prologue if the last book was good, because I remember. But I remember because this book was ass last time. My beard looks It really was not. Good. It was not ass last time. We got a lot of lore dump about, like, the um the Iraqi culture. Like, Oro Serrata was being cut. Um, our <laughs> sis was being horny. And we also, I just want to just want to point out now that I'm looking back at it, this very first panel it? of uh, yes, the very first panel of the actual story this week, um, 
has one of Legion's altars in a in its glass box, but the glass is broken. Hmm? <laughs> well, that child is overstressed. Um, I really, I really do wish Surge was added to the X Men because I want to see um, the Surge's canceled party of uh, them just leaking Surge's old Tumblr. Um, because Dust is right there. Dust is all up and through this. Dust is the altar. I like how they're doing it. Basically, like she, if you don't understand, because you know, girls still don't understand how Exodus teleported Araco. So I'm going to go through the process of explaining what's happening here. You know how in Black Panther they have the black sand where the things just move around and become something else? Or like mm-hmm. if you ever seen Big Hero 6, they literally do that. It's black sand. Mm-hmm. That's what she's doing. She is turning herself into the sand. Legion is shaping it. And she has become the altar. Whatever they change, it gains more physical mass because she's doing it. Congregation, I'm going to call her by her God-given name now. Congregation is forming a nonstop circuit with Legion to help that place stay up. And I guess that's so, why um, when you get closer to the epicenter, everything becomes more real. It's because she's there. So follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are Somnus and Birdie here? Somnus and Birdie? Well, Somnus is a, a dream twink, right? That's his power is to be a dream twink. He's and in so, space with the Shi'ar currently. Why is he Yes, here? yes. But as a dream twink, he's always present anywhere there is... Um, the subconscious. Where was Sha- where was Thomas and Birdie at? I hate this book. Thomas <laughs> <laughs> is so in when, this book. There, um, when they approach, uh, what is this nigga's name? Decosta something, something Decosta, where it's um, forget me not Legion Juggernaut. Birdie oh. is randomly there. She's resurrected apparently. That's news to us. Well, um, well, even well, though they, oh no, that makes sense. That makes sense it because. Does, after you read Saber, Saber Two, it doesn't make sense currently. And then but that's Thomas the reading there, order. I think this Saber Two is supposed to resolve to uh, technically resolve before this. Um. So, okay. so the order of operations kind of maybe just got like thrown off by the release schedule. But officially, Saber Two was supposed to end before this, and therefore Birdie manifesting here would, would have been an after effect. But even though the chronology, the chronology. The chronology of it still also adds up anyway because they were like, we're resurrecting old chick. Um, kind of feel like more emotional manipulation leverage against Sabretooth if they ever need to pull it. We'll get to that later. But yeah. Um, let's talk about some Iraqis because they're the ones we really came for. Um, so apparently Or Serata also reveals that there are a group of um, Iraqi mutants who are addicted to warfare. It's their special K, you know? It's the... Uh, we're talking about crack today on the uh, this week on the timeline. No, it's... we're not talking about crack. No, I don't want to tell you. No more about no damn crack. I don't know. Crack and crack. I'm so tired of crack. They've been talking about this shit for like four days. I am so Not everything needs to be a Twitter spaces, babies. Not everything. It was probably meth. Like they like they take something and they run with it because I've been I think I muted crack and coke. I'm, I just, I As can't. you should mute so crack tired. and coke in your life, kids. So tired of talking about fucking crack. 
correct to use the term that term anymore henry it is word it's he chose it unless unless we talk about like something in like holiday heart that's a different situation holiday i got the bike that dude jean gray looked with that mask or she looks like hot that's what she looks like Okay, first of all, all of y'all going to hell. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything, so we're clear. <laughs> you're correct. You're correct. Crackhead is not the right word. Drug abuser, because we were not in the room to see if it was crack. If if this young man was to have a tryst with a drug abuser and, and has some fellatio, that is his business. Even him, even if, even, and then, you know, I want to say this. I don't even think that it was a thing of like, no, I'm going to say this. I don't think it was a thing of an overshare. The overshares of what's happening in, in those Twitter circles, that's when overshares are happening. They're not happening on the timeline. Because Henry, Henry Twitter circles have only been around for a week. <laughs> not even a week, not, four days. Not, I, I, you would not believe some of the things I have seen in these Twitter circles over the last few, over the last few days. And I'm literally like, well, popcorn. And the thing is, like, because I'm not, like, gossipy or nothing, in that way, it's like, it's like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I'm, happy you, I'm, happy, I'm happy you caveated. I'm David happy you caveated. I was David about to pull your I do know is David. that as I scroll Twitter currently, I have, I've just done one of those one-time scrolls. I've seen at least four people's uh, circle nudes. But that's what it's for. That's the proper use, okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm, I'm not complaining. One. I'm just saying that I don't have enough of them. I saw Lolo's and I love Lolo. Lolo, thank you for that. Excellent. It's everywhere on my timeline. I am. I, I, first of all, first of all, let me say this. First, I'd like to thank all of y'all for knowing that I'm a bottom and respecting the fact that I'm bottom and I put these pictures on my timeline and knowing your audience. Because a lot of you girls don't know your audience. Y'all should be throwing y'all booties around in my face like I want to see that. Thank you for all the guys in the show. You don't appreciate a good twerk? A good booty. No, I don't want to see Who, who did it? Zay, was it Z? Zay, one of our followers. One of our mutuals. I enjoy ass and dick. Thank you so much. Showtime, did you see our mutual? Yes. Yes, I did. But that wasn't that wasn't a circle. It was like Zay Zay's been posting that 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 voluptuous cake on the timeline for the last month. It's perky. Zay, you got good cake. Ten out of ten. You know what? Let's review oh, that yes, cake. Ten. Yes, he does. Ten. <laughs> Zay has really nice thighs. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You love, you have to admire a good thigh to ass ratio. Yes. That is like, I mean, when I tell you when mm-hmm. both of those are, both of those compliment each other, oh my God, I'm getting a wedding ring. That's what it means to be a stallion, <laughs> baby. I, well, I saw my first, speaking of like thigh to ass ratio, I saw my first BBL in real life when I was flying mm-hmm. to Cincinnati this week. And it is it is very disturbing. It is right. <laughs> very. It's some, something about it throws me. Something about it. Throws I think me. it photos well, like you know when someone has a console, you're like, it doesn't you make it don't look right. You take the photo of it and you're like, oh, I see. It's the yeah, like, right. 
I'm telling you, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like basketballs on chopsticks. It's, it's, it's really distracting. It's really distracting. You know how and toddlers it, make a capital P and it's like not quite right, but you can't really point at where it is and it's just like the line to circle ratio is just not adding up. It's like a toddler learning cursive or something, you know? <laughs> and, and, and then like, you know, like I wonder like if that's a procedure that's going to like improve over the years, but it's just like I don't know how you improve Ask the thigh ratio in that regard and make it I look mean, more realistic. I mean, it does. I think it, it's like uh-huh. a lot of people who've gotten like modifications, they say that like, it's not just like the first time you go in or the one time you go in, it's done. They say like it's a process you just go through and like, you make some minor modifications over and over and over. And then you might get the perfect like Kim Kardashian body. I'm going to get air quotes. Perfect. I'm making air quotes out the ass. I need to clarify because y'all couldn't see me. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're like, they said it's a privilege to be able to even do that because most people only go in like for the one time. Um, and what they get is what they get. Um, and that's why people often have to be careful. But I don't I'm know. Sorry. We can't all have Spiral's body shop, you know? I'm sorry. The, um, the, with me, if that was something that I was going to undergo, I'm not going to spend all this money and then walk off this table looking crazy. And there's no way that you can't tell that you look crazy because if I got these little ass legs and then all this ass, it's not gonna work for me. There's just so many things that can go wrong like with it. Like even, um, I talked to Malik um, McIntyre a lot, who's a designer. He like, he went viral a few times because he has his teeth. He got his teeth done um, overseas and you know, he talks about like his main fear was like it not being cut right because I also seen horror stories of people's like getting teeth that are too big for their mouth and so they're just constantly in pain and can't really mm. close their mouth and like I feel like that would be the worst thing for me because like teeth teeth pains is a certain kind of hell mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a whole kind of hell and like even like having teeth that look too perfect is terrifying to me because something about too perfect teeth makes me think of Mr. Potato Head. Or like a doll, you know, and you don't want to look too much like a doll. Like everyone wants to call themselves the doll this, the doll that. You don't want to look like a doll. That shit is. No one wants to have you look up at them and see all that denture, just a brick wall. Talk about a gamma level mutant, you know. It's not. <laughs> you also you need a good a good solid teeth to gum ratio. Mm. Hmm. Because well, also too much gum is scary too. You want people to say, "Oh, you have nice teeth." You don't want to say, "Like I noticed your smile." Oh, this bitch locked in me. Go to hell. That's a lot like when you see a baby that you like. I don't want to say the baby's ugly. Look at their little outfit. We go to the baby like, "Hey, you." Hey, 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 you. Like, oh, ain't you something? That, that trend mm-hmm. on TikTok with the people showing people the ugly babies on purpose and see how they go to respond. Oh, this is this your, this your nephew? Oh, he can go far in life. <laughs> Ooh, no, <laughs> Look at your little hair. Little okay. hard worker you are. Yes, you are. Good sense of humor. <laughs> I, have a, I, I have a friend that calls unattractive people difficult beauties. Because <laughs> he's calling people ugly. You know, you know, she has a difficult beauty. beauty. I like so, that. speaking of difficult beauties, <laughs> Nightcrawler. Um, 
that's such a movie statement because everyone wants to fuck Nightcrawler, right? That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like her. I like Harry Men. All right, I do. I, I just want to be like with a dick in me with the with the prehensile tail around my neck and pull him. Yo, back. and plus he has like the enhanced like acrobatics. Like that's his his ability. And those and those fingers are big. You know, Matt's put again thing about one of those. Like he got the little thing, and he just like. I'm doing it on camera. Y'all can't see me. <laughs> like if no ET finger. No, it's not just like you're just jamming, Henry. It's like you know he doesn't do like a little <laughs> wave sensation with it. People, I don't know do with a fucking finger. They know how to use my dick. You asking me something I don't know what to do. How dare you? This is homophobic. I, I like to say the, the, the KRK. What's my power? What's my what's my weapon? Power. I can say whatever I want. Homophobia towards oh oh you are a bottom misogynist that is your ability. <laughs> we learned a lot of terms this week. We learned a lot of terms this week. I love when shit pops off on the timeline because a bunch of people start making up words, and that's that's what the English language is all about making shit up. Um, bottom misogynist is going into the dictionary. Um, I'm well, adding uh, it actually to the Iraqi dictionary that lexicon that we have on our account. It's bottom okay, so, misogynist. So years ago. Girls got mad at me because I said that the, that the misogyny that bottoms have the term should be homogeny because it's around homosexual identity and misogyny. We can have misogyny wall, we can have homogeny because I think there's a specific type of misogyny that bottoms face <laughs> in regards to their because it's it's, 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 it's yeah because anti this is about gay people and it's anti like femininity. Shut up, Stephen. You read books. <laughs> the term is half a bag, bitch. For my fucking nerve. I'm sorry, is this ageist? <laughs> hey, you came back the old man laugh like, oh, aren't you human? Oh, oh, oh. oh you to understand, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> See what happens. Cute for you, boomer. Cute for you, boomer. Listen, this is the first time I'm laying down, so the bitch is like rising quicker to my head. Why are you this hateful this early in the morning? Like, what do we do? How am I not? How am I not this hateful this early in the morning? Do you not ask my sisters about that? Wow. Wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. We almost got back on on track. (laughs) Almost. 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 So close. I'm, I'm not saying I'm like Valentina when uh when Aja came for her look. I ain't said nothing else the rest of this episode. I'm upset. <laughs> Are you like you Tiffany Haddish on Legendary? Up. Season no. two, Tiffany Haddish. She got put in her goddamn place, and she shut up. She was having a whole attitude the rest of that episode. It was beautiful, as she should have. As she Watch should your have. fucking mouth. <laughs> so, um, right. Aura Serrata is talking about people being addicted to war. Um, so the girls are battle cats through and through. Battle cats, that's like a sexy term or something. No, it's a ballroom term. It's I think my battle cat from He Man. I I feel like that's where it came from. You know, the queer niggas been nerds in a low, 
No, Leomi plays Mortal Kombat every week. <laughs> like, no, she's she's fucking the, the Wonder Woman of, of, of Ballroom. Like, Wonder Woman Ballroom loves her some anime, loves her some fucking video games. It, That's why people don't ever talk about when, like, trans identity. That's why I really liked about uh, Pose last season is that um, Blanca was like, I watch Power Rangers, like, every fucking week, bro. Like, <laughs> like my nerd shit didn't vanish. <laughs> House, the House of Amazons. The House of Amazon, yeah. Mm. Have you ever reading uh, Nubia and Queen Nubia Queen of the Amazon? No, 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 no. I no. stopped for a second. I don't know. I think it's the no. artwork kind of like pulled yeah. me away. DC's artwork is always Hit real funky, man. but like the story is it's I like it. I actually got no. for the story, but like for some reason I'm now used to getting the but the Amazon book, I want to feel like I'm reading a manga, you know? I think the action scenes to pop, because I'm reading that to watch bitches beat ass, right? It's like, that's also the kind of woman I'm into. Fuck me I, up. <laughs> I really feel like, I really feel like that, uh, that several things. Number one, the artwork really undercuts Stephanie's work, writing, mm-hmm. her writing style. It really, it really doesn't help her write at all. That's why, like, after the coronation special, I abandoned the, the Nubia series. I just like I can't put myself through it anymore. I think Joelle Jones, who write, who draws in a very anime style, who did Wonder Girl, who's very like a very like like American oh, anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. should be doing Nubia because she does the Esquisitas really well, and she, she's bitches. done and she's done Nubia really mm-hmm. well. I like like Joelle Jones. She should be doing it like hands down, perfect. A, a, like a woman led book would be like with a woman writer and a woman artist would be perfect. With that being said, I do notice though that the big three never have terrible artwork. Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman, uh, Superman—they always have. Even even um, Super uh, Superman, uh, Son of Kal El has great artwork. But Nubia, because she's black, and I'm gonna say it, does not get good artwork. Look at well, static. DC doesn't recruit a whole lot of good artists to begin with. Look at Static. Yeah, we got all those milestone books. Nicholas, I will lie to your face every single time you ask me if it's good. The artwork on the book that nobody's reading that's by that writer that nobody likes, Blood Syndicate, the artwork on there is fine, but the It's because he kisses white ass. He'll kiss it on the pink sphincter. I'm sorry, the purple sphincter. He will kiss it directly. But it's like this is a hate to, account for that man. It's like they're trying to draw like black art, like black characters more gritty or something. Like it's be like let's draw them a little bit more ghetto. It, I don't know. It's something about it. It's like because it's not about like no one's coming for the art; they're coming for the story. That's the misconception. Because it's I'm a like, comic book, so we come for both. Exactly. If I want to read them, and ain't nobody paying fucking what three ninety nine, five ninety nine for no bitch ass artwork. Y'all ain't even got no glossy paper like Marvel does. Exactly. And that's a discrepancy. People keep saying, like, Disney, uh, DC gives you the black stories you're looking for with black characters. But I'm like, but when Marvel does it, they give it more care. Um, and that's, like, the two differences that I constantly notice is that do I go to DC where it's just, yeah, I might get a black hero-led book or, like, yeah, there's a bunch of black characters who aren't mutants. Um, but then I get to pick up the book, and then I'm like, I don't like the story, and or I do not like this artwork at all. Versus if I go to Marvel, and I pick up a book where it's basically some character picking up someone else's mantle for a little bit. 
the story's going to hit. It typically hits. It typically will. I know nothing but great things about to happen from this Wakanda story. And also, yeah. Stephanie's going to get a team that's going to back her up and be able to help out. Tiny Heasy Coates writing for um, Black Panther. That whole issue run is as infamous and as used as it is because Marvel went like, we got Tiny Heasy Coates. We're going to do something with this. Even Midnight Angels in the world of Wakanda, Roxy and Gay. John Ridley's current run on Black Panther is also bomb. It's like, come on now. Like, it's, it's like, I... Yeah. They're doing, they're doing Stephanie dirty. She needs she needs better artwork because I, I really want to... The Nubia story is actually really good and really entertaining, but the artwork is really god-awful. It makes my and Nicholas, baby, if you ever ask me to my face if I think Static has good artwork, I will tell you yes, because you are fine. I'm not talking myself out of ass. I won't. I'll look you dead in the eyes. I love your anime-inspired style so much. You're doing something that no one else is doing in the industry, and I really think you should commend yourself for that. Don't listen to the haters. I will lie to you. You're a great liar. I will lie without (laughs) batting an eye. My eyebrows are going to twitch. I was raised by a Virgo, baby. I'm a Capricorn raised by a Virgo. (laughs) The manipulation in itself. Double, (laughs) Double manipulation. Manipulation rising. Are you a are you a December Capricorn or a January? January. The vicious um, one. The bad sorry, one. January. Sorry, sorry the vile one. <laughs> sorry to hear that. Uh, so this may or may not be the last issue of <laughs> <laughs> next week. Stephen will not be here. Stephen will not <laughs> be here. <laughs> Stephen will not be here next week. <laughs> But no, um, I think we talked about Legion of X long enough. Um, we gave it the story we gave it. There was good elements, I will say, but it altogether it felt like this is the issue. This is the this is the issue you rush past in the big book in like the trade publish the trade book. You you kind of like flip through this one. It's like just it's, to rush past to get to Sabretooth because you know it was a much better story. It's just, it's just a slightly better way of X. It's just a slightly better way of X. I'll give them that much. And the artwork, the artwork is phenomenal. The artwork is I love the artwork and I love the way they do uh weaponless then. I I I enjoy the characters, just the story just is it's just not even like Blanco had to have a half destiny face. I was here for the details. The details are great, but I just feel like the story in itself is like mm, I don't know where we're going with this. It's like a buddy cop, but they need to just fuck already. I feel like Gorgon might be added to this soon though, because he has the god killing sword. They need to like they need to like add like they like they need yeah, to Yeah, showtime. It's literally called God Slayer. <laughs> or God Killer. I was trying to remember if he still had the sword. That's they didn't give they didn't take his swords away from him. They just turned him into a caricature. Uh <laughs> he still has his swords. They need, they need to do something Rest in peace, um, badass Gorgon. But I hope this current version of Gorgon isn't like a Nazi. Well, I know he's not a Nazi because that's the whole purpose of them killing him in Otherworld was to get rid of that aspect of his character. Oh, a bad but, caricature um, of Japan. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's just not that. Give him an actual personality other than I'm a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Tired of, I keep I'm, hearing. I'm tired of every damn Asian character being um, some ninja, super samurai, kawaii, yakuza, um, <laughs> little girl, or being a ninja or a samurai or a racist. And I'm like, but that's <laughs> name one Asian character who's not quantity. You are going to keep Serge's name out of your mouth. <laughs> Serge's racist ass. Serge's mm-hmm. racist ass. 
Um, we got imperialist ass fucking Sunfire. We got he's not imperial anymore. He's reformed. Now he just wants to fuck Storm, but who doesn't? You saw how Nightcrawler had Storm. Like he's like in his vision, he was fucking everyone. But he had Storm. He says, I respect her too much to see her unclothed in my head. <laughs> so like play around with her. That's my main bitch. And no one else stands above her. <laughs> All right, y'all. We need to move on to this. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. I know, I know, I know. So So the finale of the run on Sabretooth by Victor Laval. Sabretooth. Who will always be famous. Yes, say his whole name. Victor Laval, who will always be famous. Yes. Um, what are what are our scores for this girl? I actually give this a lower score than I typically do. I give this an eight point five. I thought it was pretty good. Aspirin in a second. 8. Um, I give it a I nine. Pretty good. I also give it a nine. It felt like a transition issue, and it felt mm-hmm. like the last issue was the actual finale. But that typically happens. It's a. I know it's a good thing when that happens. Even though I, as a writer, it hurts me when I get a story that feels incomplete like that. Um, where there's not a good quote unquote ending res- resolution to the story. Because now they're trying to but, sell you a, a sequel. Yeah, they're trying to give a, they're trying to get us to do the, to read the next book, uh, the next series um, that follows this. Which, truly and honestly, I'm all here for. I'll read it. But but don't have me on his next book in Victor Laval. Yeah. That's why I gave it a, a, a not a ten because if Victor Laval is not doing his next book, I don't want it. And listen, Victor Laval, go read The Ballad of Blacks. Have y'all read the book yet? It's not that long. It's like literally a a short story that is sold as a book. That's all it is. You could finish it in like two hours. I did. But you're a nerd. That shit. Listen, you read prologues. (laughs) You don't even read Jack's bios, baby. Don't come for me. So... Victor Laval's endings. I, I, I do read Jack Bio. So if they say they don't like fat films or the AIDS, they can leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Victor Laval's endings are always so bombastic. Like in the ending of the Ballad of Black Tom, which spoilers, um, like it has this brutality to it. Like he he takes the logical conclusion that most writers avoid, and then he pushes it to the full throttle. Um, he also has a passion for writing um, main characters who are liars and bad people. Uh, but the, the Ballad of Black Tom is about a hustler who literally runs scams on people, who literally does a, bu- a bunch of fraudulent shit and manipulates people left and right. But his saving, saving grace is that he really loves his father. So I feel like that that may be third eye, maybe that character at some point in time in the future. He is Black Tom. Um, he also, uh, third eye is written very similarly to how, I don't know if any of y'all watch the FX mm-hmm. show Legion, which actually mm-hmm. of all of the X-Men properties was Most probably accurate. one of the better things. Better the things. actual plane, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Tol- Ptolemy, was that his name? The black Sorry. guy that's on this uh, Thank you. Um, what was, um, are you saying sodomy? Ptolemy, Ptolemy, <laughs> as in like 
the the, the philosopher Ptolemy. That's his name. Okay, because I Target. thought you were saying sodomy for a second. And I was like, no, wow, that is not you love gaping hole. Your mutant name is Stuffer. Wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. He, um, he reads very similar to that character from uh, the <laughs> FX show. Uh, <laughs> 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 and I wonder if that's the if that was an intentional like um the the intention was for those to be similar or the same character. It it might be, but just knowing Victor Laval's writing, he enjoys conjuring. He likes he likes depicting characters like his ideal main character is from the deep south, um, like Atlanta or like the area surrounding or like some country in the area of Georgia, um, who's a conjure man who has issues with his father or his storyline revolves around his father. He does like father-son dynamics very well. Um, and who is on the cusp of magic. They're not, he's not going to write a doctor voodoo. He's going to write someone who is like a black Constantine and like Hellblazer Constantine, who's like magic is subtle. It's from a very cultural point of view. In fact, he doesn't even regard it as magic. He just like, it's a thing I do or it's, a faith I learned from other people that is just a basic mechanic of the world around us. So if he's writing Sabretooth and the Exiles and that comes up, I will absolutely um, stand for that. Yeah. You can feel like last issue, he was definitely pitching a character to Marvel that could be a mainstay. He's like, I'm an arcane assassin. You're like, the fuck is that? Do you lean in with that shit? And he doesn't explain his powers ever because I feel like his power is very um conceptual. He's like mm-hmm. he has a third eye, can astral project, he can move move the astral plane about as he sees it. And like there's other things. He can see the future. That's a very, very generic set. It's very much Psylocke when she first um appeared. Back before she became a full-blown telepath. She was just doing mm-hmm. shit. He's a Stephen King well, character. I, can't, he has a I cannot wait until um, this next follow-up series comes about. Nanny and Orphan Maker are back. Toad is back. All of these niggas are exiled. Um, and Doug Ramsey is putting in work everywhere. He's like, mm, yeah, we're not going to kill Moira, but, you know, y'all can, like, get rid of her powers. And she can go. He is the um, district attorney for the Quiet Council. And um, we're not going to keep prisoners anymore because I already let out Nature Girl and the dog and the case. briefcase on y'all, the table. And the rest of y'all can also go. You said, why? <laughs> but, 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 ever since. Oh. Go ahead. But the interesting thing is that adversely, Destiny and Doug are really helping and working with each other inadvertently, and I think they don't know it. Well, I mean, I'm sure Destiny's aware of it. Destiny's aware of it, and I feel like he knows as well. He doesn't know he knows, but again, his power works on a subconscious level, too. He understands every microtech of things, even when people aren't talking about. So there's a level of Doug being one of the only people who really knows what the fuck everyone thinks and what everyone's doing, more so than even Xavier. Right. He's like he's more aware of what's going on the island than any other girls on that island. Child, he's the only one like he's the only like well, he's not the only one locked in, but you know. But it, it's very interesting, especially that that whole like fight. You know, you know, Sabretooth being a misogynist, he is. It's like you know, you know, you missed this dick. You missed this dick. 
Raven. But like I think I think the thing the problem is that like we kind of forget that Mystique is actually bisexual and not uh just a lesbian. I think that is a greater conversation about like bisexual erasure overall. Um, because when you do get into a relationship, people do take that as the presentation of which you just are. And then they fill the storyline with like coded aspects that don't really encompass a bisexual experience. It's like the issue with like Prodigy being a Snow Queen, right? It's a statement that like, do I think that the writers went in and deliberately did something and thought it like did it with like ill intent? No. Do I think that they even ever conceptually like realized that they did that? No, but it's like as a black queer reader, you look at exactly the mentality they paint for Prodigy and you go, oh, you guys do know that we have a word for people who are typically like this and who act right. like this and who centers himself in whiteness like this that you guys have forced them to. Right. Um, which again, is the reason why I can't really fault Leah for Leah Michelle, not Leah Michelle, Leah Williams. I was watching Lee. Uh, <laughs> Leah Williams. Thank you. <laughs> always uh, <laughs> Leah Williams for even attempting to kind of diversify the language around Prodigy because he desperately did need that because he's a character who spent like literally his entire publication history being defined as not that kind of black even though he was literally a reference to Sink a walking yeah. talking reference to Sink almost down to the power except they went he copies you but he doesn't copy your power he copies your skills and memories but not your powers that's how he's different from sync even though he's basically sync um all of that kind of just gets buried because in the moment he's that or like how he went from being like really muscular in his original run he was like an athlete to being uh basically a twink otter boy like a really thin lift one when he became when he came out and there's other issues that when they literally change his body type in accordance to how masculine he needs to be. Like when he needs to be the boyfriend of Surge, muscular presentation. When he's single, thin. When he's being a brainiac, thinner. When he's with um, a boyfriend, twink. So they change it every so often. And like it does things to the conversation that very much that each artist at the very least and each writer is throwing things into the character based on their conceptions of what he needs to be because they don't have a solidified idea that he can be more complex than that. Like Mystique's whole, I only love Destiny. Destiny is my queer awakening. It's like, sis, you fucked so many dudes in the narrative that literally we need a Rolodex to consider all the men you ran through. You literally have so many abandoned kids. You have so many abandoned kids. You fucked Xavier, girl. We, but you know, we know what's kind of interesting about that too, and... Um, this is about a theory I have about my dad. Cause I think my dad is um, my dad is rumored to be bisexual, and this is not this is not like something to um, dismiss or harm or shrink bisexual people. But I think that part of, part of the, the, the problem that I think let's say Mystique in particular, because she grew up in a, in a, I guess probably a less friendly or gay experience. That I think that like in trying to figure out her identity and, and working through that process, and then landing on Destiny. Um, that some of the children got lost in the rents because <laughs> she was trying to understand her identity. And I think with my dad, while he's had so many kids, so many marriages, so many trysts with women and have all these kids out here in the world, is because I think he partially is, like, figuring out his way, but, like, realizing that, like, he's been in a space of 
straightness too long or whatever going on because um his third wife um god rest her soul my stepmother um explained to me before she passed that like it was rumors that he was fucking men at the job that they both worked at mm-hmm. and she's always felt like he was bisexual but she never had any explicit proof but because he cheated on her well well, well he cheated on my mom with her and you know, you know, you date a cheater is always gonna be a cheater. You know, y'all be dating cheating as men and expect them to be not not cheaters. But um, she realized like much later, and especially before, and they end up getting a divorce, um, that there's a high possibility that why he because she's talked about it too, because like she was bisexual and landed with a queer woman as well. And she was like, you know, when you struggle through your identity you make a lot of mistakes. And she said, I don't feel like any of my kids are mistakes. But she was like, if I comfortably settled into my identity sooner than later, I would have probably not had as many kids or any at all. So it's a, it's, it's an interesting nuance. I'm not trying to say that like bisexual people out here, you know, just mistaking children and shit out here in the world. But no, but it's... It's a true theory. Like, people have that. It's an actual working theory that self-sabotage and, like, hetero relationships is a sign of something else not being, like, altogether there because um, you just don't do that if you can create a happy space. Like, the self-sabotage of things creates for you a dynamic where, like, especially in men, you get to be as promiscuous as you want, but you don't have to settle in the idea of a existence that you don't want. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely there with Mystique. I definitely see it. It's definitely all of her storyline that, without destiny, she's incapable, literally, of like being in that happy dynamic. She can't raise Rays because like it's not destiny isn't there. But she can raise Rogue because destiny's there, and destiny said like this is the girl we need. Like, she can't trust herself with those impulses, those instincts. I think it really shows when they did, like, I did, I did like the inversion storyline in the aspect that it lets you see these villains in a capacity you never see them when they get, get to be honest. And like, Mystique's honesty being, like, I do want to help my son. I don't hate him as much as I thought I did or I pretend to. I actually do love Kurt. It's just, I can't do the mother thing easy. I don't trust myself to. And mm-hmm. nor nor I nor do I think anyone should trust me to do it. Very mm-hmm. much the same. You see, Sabretooth, his inversion personality was very easily he loved, very easily he cared about other people, very easily he did like a bunch of different things that he thought he would be incapable of, but yet he still clings to the monster oh, that I he really is. Did too. I, really did too. I miss inverted Sabretooth so much. I liked him. I like violent um, separatist. Um, I don't fuck with the status quo separatist. But he was still that when he was inverted as well. Like he was basically sure. only on the team because Rogue was leading it. <laughs> and like he also only fucked with like Brother Voodoo and that's it. It was Rogue and Brother Voodoo. That's all he really fucked with. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, same, same. I fuck with anime only, too. And I would fuck with Jericho. I feel like Jericho would be a fun time. Because mm-hmm. he's corny, you know, and... <laughs> he also gives me third eye tease, but not a mutant. 
Hmm. No, definitely, definitely. I think if I, I'm, I'm drafting a subscript, and my subscript, I think I might loop in Third Eye to being part of storyline. I think my whole idea of Third Eye is he used to be a voodoo villain. No, very much reformed now, but he was like, yeah, me and Voodoo got into a few times. Maybe not like his Baron Mordo, you know, I feel like that's too far. But, you know, one of one of like Doctor Strange's once all villains, like maybe Doctor Druid. Except Doctor Druid randomly came back in a recent run of Doctor. Yeah, Strange. he was good. This and that is fucking surgeon. Not a Doctor Strange podcast. It's yes. not. But we need we need more Marvel magic. Uh, <laughs> there would never be a Marvel Magic uh, podcast because it's too convoluted to explain to anyone. It's too convoluted. They need a whole. They need a whole office just to like sort it out. You that need. You need to literally have a group of people with like string, colored string, and a bunch of bulletin boards to link shit together. Because we can't even get into the nightmare of it all. <laughs> you have the Midnight Suns, and then you have Doctor Strange and his his folks, and then you have uh, the space magic folks like Warlock and other niggas. And, then and it's so funny we bring have up, magic. We didn't even get to the Doctor Strange aspects of fucking Legion of X. <laughs> because he, he oh, made yeah. a cameo. <laughs> And I looked at it, I was like, that don't make any sense. He should be dead. And it was like, yeah, it was an illusion. <laughs> I'm happy Pixie's practicing her magic. Sure. We have to say that because, you know, some of the girlies on the timeline love Pixie down. Pixie can't do shit wrong. You know, Pixie don't do shit. Mm. She don't do shit except try to fuck Nico in front of her girlfriend. <laughs> gowns, beautiful gowns. Literally, splendid gowns. Literally, her gown last year. Anywho, yes. More to the Arcane Assassin, more to Oya. Who's going to lead this team? Because this book didn't really feel like... (laughs) Maybe. I'm with it. I don't trust anyone else. I don't trust anyone but Victor to write Third Eye anymore. That's his character. I have a strong feeling I Necra is see, going to be like the, the Psylocke on this team, like if it was a Hellions team. Yeah, I can see Necra. I, I, but she's like... Either that the big I, sister, um, Necra. I see it. Yeah, I can see... Um, me, I Giving like little speeches like, about like, you don't fuck with my family. I can see him being yeah. like the <laughs> black mystic adjacent to Charles Xavier in a way. I can see that. Yeah. Third yes. eye. I see him having like a very bishop role. Like he's mm-hmm. like the lieutenant. Like he emotionally, Necro emotionally confides to him. I think they go to fuck. I think. Necro isn't I'd a teenager. And that's why she's so defensive. I love that that's why she's so defensive of Oya. Is that Oya's still a kid. <laughs> no one thinks about it like that. Because like she's so serious all the time. And like literally traumatized into adulthood but like it's like she's a kid she's like 17 she dated quentin choir that's how young she is they were cute showtime quentin choir and her were cute because quentin like quentin knew she wasn't a monster but oya swore she was he helped her through that then she dumped him that was good. 
Oh, well. Can't wait for the next book. Sabretooth was great. Do you think we get, um, a, a book, we get a new book like back to like in the next month or so, or do you think we just get it like a hiatus until we get the next book? I think it's going to be a hiatus. I think they're going to use this as an excuse to like catch up on the release stuff, figure out the printing issues. Um, because overall, it needs to be done. But I feel like the thing that this series could benefit from is instead of doing all these mini books, um, just do like a one shot. Just do more one shots. I do. I, well, I will say the one thing I will say: we did get some really nice. Let, let, oh, I'm gonna say this is shady. Mm. I, I hate to say that we got the team of diverse members that we needed on this team that we're not mm. getting in the X Men. Okay, so we're gonna well. have a conversation. So, spoilers: if you do not know the leaks and you don't want to know the leaks because we're going to talk about the leaks you got five seconds four three two no you did you only got four so (laughs) Iceman Firestar Havoc Air Fryer you're right Air Fryer um, Havoc Forge we're not going to disrespect Forge we're not going to disrespect you sweetie your, ga- your outfit is a horrendous, but we're not going to disrespect you. And, of course, the big three. That's what I'm referring to them as, the big three. And magic. We're not going to disrespect magic either. <laughs> Literally, there's four, there's the big three. So forge. Magic, Forge, and then those two other girls said, like, why are you here? Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends was an abomination that should never have happened. <laughs> My only hope, again, is that Spiral makes an appearance never interrupt the dance and stabs Angela in the chest. Don't interrupt the dance. I missed it. <laughs> Did you watch the episode of Cerebro? Did you listen to it, Monte? Like, I love. Go like, listen I to it. It's the most hilarious so shit. Child. It is the funniest <laughs> episode I have ever heard. No, it's because also like apparently I did not know Jordan was black, um, because they're very much mixed. Right? Very much mixed. No shade. It's just, you know, sometimes when people speak, how they speak English indicates who they were raised around. As and was soon as Connor bad. says, because you're black, I was like, <laughs> I was like, huh? Exactly. I was like, oh, thank yeah. you for telling me that, Connor. We almost had a dance situation on the timeline. I wasn't I, I going to have. I know we can listen to people on like the phone and be like, oh, I know so-and-so has to be black. That was not the case. But then again, um, but then again, you know, even with close friends who are white, I don't, I code switch by accident sometimes as a natural thing. Like you never mean to code switch all the time, right? But I was like, maybe it's because Connor wouldn't get it that they're they're switching. You never know. Some people's code switch is really strong. Connor Connor's had um black guests on his show before yes but those are individuals your relationship your relationship with other people is not your relationship with this person and so sometimes even if you'd be the closest people ever again i I showed you all my my comfort white before um my comfort white sometimes i might code switch most times i don't 
And he's like, literally, it just gives or takes. The, the mood I'm in, the energy I'm feeling that day, uh, the proximity to danger. Uh, Code switching's a bitch, you know? It's a bitch. But it's a funny episode. He was going to end by Spyro, and he was talking shit about Firestar. Because Spyro fucking hates her and <laughs> killed her dad. <laughs> The boots with the fucking fur. <laughs> yeah, the style needs to come back now. She is kind of the boots with the fur. That they they said it like that image is perfect. Spiral and that look is fucking I see gorgeous. Where and beyond Spiral even without the damn the boots samurai helmet was also cute. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> she has to. Mm-hmm. 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 She you can't tell me Beyonce don't read X Men comics. I she loves her in Storm. Yeah, it's like something about that specific look. Yeah, she 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 detail. She do. You know, Beyonce loves a Shiva moment on stage. She loves a Shiva moment on stage. All she has to do is take the knives out. <laughs> you're not a ninja spiral you're not <laughs> oh you my just god got a whole bunch of hands and you're travel through time and do magic do dance magic <laughs> you pop your pussy until spells happen no she no li- actually literally spiral if you want to see what a battle cat is henry spiral is a battle cat Oh, she's everything. I love her. I like when she's she on, battle dances. Uh, when she's on the X Men team with the other girls. They, I remember that issue, and I remember it being my actual introduction to Spiral because I've always known who Spiral is. I've never read her in action until that that run, and that's like literally me joining X Men comics. Period on a weekly basis was that issue around that issue. Otherwise, I've only ever read trades. I've only read the books that you can find in the libraries. Those are the books I joined in mm-hmm. that I could really like access. Um, but this team is fucking stupid, and I hate it. Um, I got I'm attending. Uh, I've got jokes coming in for the Hellfire Gala. Um, some of them include <laughs> jokes about uh, Sissy Bobby being the only snowman with a prolapsed anus. Um, <gasps> I <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> another <Girl>. is <laughs> Christian Frost must have a, a big old dick. I mean, he has the power of hmm. astral manipulation. You think he, he's not adding inches? You, you think? Oh my god. I would think so. But, 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 but can't, like, well, Bobby's made of ice and water. Can he, like, reshape a new asshole? I mean, surely if you could... He can literally chop it off. He can re-chisel. He can chisel an asshole. He can re-chisel his asshole, definitely. But what he does with crystal meth, I don't think he can bounce back from. Wow. What? Havoc, isn't it kind of a danger to have Havoc on this team? Because his, his, um, his, 
Havoc's not altogether okay, right? Um, last we saw Havoc, he was doing no, shit he's like taking the stairs. He's there's no elevator there. He does have an explosive anger issue. There's no one home up there. But also, doesn't he have an explosive anger issue? Kind <laughs> of impact take advantage of that. He gets triggered mm-hmm. often, and then he starts destroying shit. Nobody voted for him. Nobody voted for him. Who voted for Havoc? No one. No one wants that nigga on the fucking X Men. I want to see that scene because how do you go from I literally everyone place. hates you, Havoc? I, I feel like it's now. Emma. Emma did something. Emma, is this you? Like Emma, did you play Havoc on the team to kill Scott if he does something you don't want him to do again? Mm-hmm. Or is this Polaris uh, being funny to her ex? Yeah, Because wow. wow. you know how they love to fix votes in the X Men. Both her exes are on the team, technically. Mm-hmm. Well, I totally yeah, I, I totally forgot that Iceman even dated her. Yeah, because, we, you know, once Sissy Bobby became came out with his sissiness, I, I forgot he said, he I when he was closeted, Bobby. fire starters exclusively. You know, um, I feel like that's in Iceman's bio. He's it's goes fire starters, psionics, um, and twinks only. You know, he doesn't fuck telepaths, no telepaths, comma, no blacks. <laughs> No telepaths, no blacks, no fats. That's Iceman's um, grinder bio. I just, I just, don't, I just don't want to see Bobby be in the little brother position again. I want him to really stand out. He won't though. He never, he never does. That's the issue, especially when he's in the, sh- the shadow of Gene and Scott. It's like he basically joined up with his big brother and big sister in this, like. I think it would have been better to have him on X-Force. Yeah, that would make more sense. Especially now that they don't have Clinton. Mm-hmm. Hope he back. Again, I'm a Quentin Choir, not apologist, but I I have sympathy in my heart for that kid. Um, you have tolerance for his fuckery. I don't have tolerance for his fuckery. I'm like, beat his ass. But <laughs> I'll give you the belt to beat Quentin Choir with, but I think back to that first scene that we see him and when he challenged Xavier and how it was painted as like, oh no, you don't challenge Xavier. But in that moment, Quentin Quire was right. He was like, you're making a big argument about Jim Carnation's like situation, but him being a drug, like using drugs casually was not a reason for him to die. And you're sitting here preaching about unity to us and that we shouldn't care. But like in this one school, we have enough power to make sure that doesn't happen again. In fact, it shouldn't have happened on your watch. And yet you want us to just shrug our shoulders. Like in that situation, look at it and think critically. Quentin Quire wasn't wrong. Everything else afterwards, yeah. But like I can see how we'd be disillusioned afterwards when your hero, literally the greatest man to ever wield your power, is acting like that. I don't know. When you go back and reread some of these stories, like of the villains, nine times out of ten, you see a situation that by today's standards, you go, they weren't wrong. I don't know. 
I think mostly I want him on X Force, Bobby, Sissy Bobby on X Force, because I think his dynamic with Beast is a lot more about keeping him accountable and having to force himself to like step up and as a leader on that team and to do more drastic shit with his power. Because on that team, he can, I think as an Omega on that team, he can be pushed into directions mm. that make him have to alter his sense of self. All I know is that I'm tired of Sissy Bobby just being like the joke. Sissy Bobby. And him being on this team with um, the fancy microwave with a code name. Um, right. You can keep all of it, actually, frankly. Bobby, I got the bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Since that's the burn so I, much. I can't, I can't say crackhead, though. Okay, got it. Wanda's scene was hilarious. Some things are in sad movies that are also just funny. Okay, Henry? Like <laughs> like Monique and fucking <laughs> Precious. Why you got this white bitch on my buzzer? <laughs> You're a dummy bitch. <laughs> or, or with another one. Okay, um, Bronte has a satellite like Monique and Precious, and I'm really bothered by that right now. <laughs> I think it's funny. You it's very you know, cute. Zero. Like, like there's certain so things, like so many times, it's like you pick like up her. on certain shit, and I've always been able to do that. So when that scene came out, I never like I always had to do it in that voice. <laughs> There's no other way to do it. You can't just like do it no other way. <laughs> she said, "Since you got." It's like, since you got your degree, like, who, who's gonna love me? <laughs> who? So you got all your damn degrees. And no, every goddamn thing. <laughs> well, I fucking lost so it. I'm sitting here like stunned seeing that dude for the first I time. She says that up, shit. I'll burn it to laughter. And I let you get yourself together. But bitch, I'm gonna tell you, if you ever pull some shit like that on me again, it'll be your last motherfucking day standing. I promise you that. You got this boy up in here, this child running around here, retarded than a motherfucker. Yeah, baby, I ran that scene down. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know what this entire fucking scene? <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Peak comedy. The one I'm guilty about, though, is Medea's family reunion. When she's, like, crying, and this is something about her voice, but she does that scene where it was like, you could tell Tyler Perry was in there, like, y'all really, like, get deep with the pain here. And it's like, Something about her voice, but it just gets all froggy. It was just wild. I'm sorry. But this team sucks. <laughs> this team is horrible. Mm-hmm. I hope Spyro comes in and slices Angela's head off. Um, I, thought about, I thought about saying, <laughs> I hope she gets the C word again. But <laughs> I thought that was a little too mean. And plus, she just come back to life anyway. I mean, she can walk into the the waiting room and just stay there. Yes, 
I feel like though Spiral is the only person justified to join Orchids at this point. Because how the fuck dare you give this bitch immortality? How dare you? <laughs> Spiral's somewhat immortal too. She's a she jumped through time all the damn time. She jumped through time all the damn time, but now she has to deal with with Angela forever. Dear oh God, someone has to go. <laughs> immortality, eternity isn't big enough for the two of us. Butter rum wasn't enough deterrent. Butter rum. I hope Sinister clones butter rum and kills him on the loop. Who is butter rum? Sinister. The horse. Butter rum is um, Angelica's horse that um, Emma Frost that killed. Angel. Oh my god! Because like y'all can't talk about butter rum. I was like, who the fuck is butter rum? I was about you did exactly. You will only remember butter rum because like Cerebro did a whole thing where he talked about how butter rum had it coming. <laughs> He wasn't wrong. Butterum had a coming. How dare you bring happiness to Firestar? <laughs> There's two people whose fault is always is. It's always Queen Nigel's fault and it's always Firestar's mm. fault. Those two is those two together. A little less on Queen Nigel, and she made war cry. Child. Listen, I'm gonna give it a few issues, but even the artwork looked bad when I looked at it. Um, they don't look it's, good. It's Daughterman's artwork, or was I? Did I look at something else? I didn't like the poses for that. It looked very much like they had the big three, and they just hyperimposed them over the other team. Looks like we didn't talk about magic because magic makes sense. But magic makes sense on every team that she's ever on. She feels like she does. She belongs everywhere you see her. She's one of those girls who's cool with everyone. The rest of these big. It's like Here she's, comes the verse agenda, girls. She's the teleporter and she's the battle captain. Like she, she'll give you the energy you needed from Wolverine. Ever, but they'll make sure they got. And a she's a sorcerer, and the X Men never yes. have sorcerers. They just forget to they'll hire. Make sure one. they got a telepath, but not a sorcerer. There's a telepath. Sure will. Every fucking where. They, I love the jokes that he said, you can't turn a corner in Krakoa without running into a fucking telepath, and yet there's none of them on Arako. Because <laughs> they don't so, fuck with that. They're about action, that's why. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm rereading part of Mike Carey's run on X-Men Legacy, the part that's the sins of the father that had um, Sinister and the Cronus machine where he was like trying to input his brain into people who he had like uploaded his DNA into. It's very like pre Krakoa resurrection type shit. And Miss Mama's tried to do that with Charles Xavier. And when I tell you Emma Frost got that nigga the fuck together. Woo. I sincerely like to believe that um, Charles Xavier plagiarized Emma Frost's technology with a brain, the body swap gun to make the new Cerebro. That's my hit cannon. I'm what? sticking to it. She has that body swap gun Whatever that she used. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When she swapped with uh, Storm. Uh, we're just going to forget that that happened because she was high was on coke. Very <laughs> lots and lots of coke. She was high <laughs> on coke and ketamine and she was having a moment. <laughs> and she'll tell you that I was, I was high on very expensive drugs. I'm not doing that anymore. Very expensive drugs and it was meth. <laughs> 
Okay. Or it was crack. <laughs> you know how the girls and Hellfire get down. Could have been any number of things. But anyway, I think, oh, I just saw Showtime's ass. Um, it's glorious. It's decoration only, though, sweetie. So keep that in mind. I can't believe Showtime doesn't like to have it eaten. That's like a sin. I didn't say that. So it's I not for show only then, right? Only. Yes, it is. This black bitch. Uh, <laughs> it's time for the circuit party. All right. Thank you, Vante. It's two weeks in a row. Showtime is not on his job. That is, oh my God, so unprofessional. So in honor of Hellfire being trash, we're going to form our own X-Men team and vote using our audience. So many of you have released excellent, excellent original characters, OCs for the girls like Henry, who don't know what an OC is. It's an original character for the Hellfire. Uh -uh, Let's not shade. Let's not shade table night, sweetie. We're not about to do that. Who are they? We're the ones that sit in the room and decide what colors that y'all wear. And we make sure that, that when you guys are wearing your fucking cerulean in some bargain basement uh, clothing store, we're the ones who put it there in the first place. You're welcome. The bottom made Prada. Um, wow. Wow, that's racist. See how your homophobia right. slips out from time to time? Is it homophobic or is it racist? Yes. Beautiful. Oh, it's, 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 it's actually, you know, Showtime is actually texturous because my asshole is smoother than his. And that's what it's really about. Um, my butthole gives Cheerios, okay? Does it? <laughs> Show us. Okay, okay. okay, so I'm wearing Hoochie Daddies right now, so bear with me. So, I'm not showing y'all my asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Let me take back on that camera mad fast. <laughs> I'm not let, showing y'all my asshole. Let me, see, let me see your third eye. <laughs> <laughs> in fact i'm now about to i'm now revisiting my ambition of going to the gym again because i went to azara and they finally had something in my size which never happens at zara and i put the shirt on it just did not fit like i wanted it to fit so i'm going to go burn some of these some of this thickness a little bit in the gut and around my thighs a little bit shave a little bit around the thighs um, mm-hmm. but we have several You gonna wax the hole? I'll never wax the hole. We keep it hairy, baby. Um so I'm we have so many wonderful OCs like Christopher XCI's Evil Eye, designed by Byrick Kolak. I do not know this name, but they're an illustrator and they happen to follow me, and they're from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um so Christopher's mm-hmm. design is giving Fat ass. It's giving runway and it's giving heel. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. He, he's got mm-hmm. mine. So he does Evil Eye make it onto our X Men team? Does he have anyone on vote? Anyone's vote here? Yes. Yes. Definitely mm-hmm. mine. I like the attention to the ass in particular. Mm-hmm. It's well, a lot of detail there that like needs to remain. Okay, so this is our, our is our thickness specialist of the team. Always need one of those for the Iraqi X Men. He's giving us magic, but psychically, mm-hmm. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, friend. I definitely gave you the wrong pronouns. 
they are giving us um, psychic magic. I'm with it. All right, next we have T-Sage with their collab. Is their accent collab? Wow, Terrence. Uh, Terrence is giving you not a cloak, but it's a jacket decorated as a cloak. Um, Bald, you know, always need a bald (laughs) X-Men. That's law. So votes Mm -hmm. Henry as the bald specialist of the team here. Uh, What do you have to say? Um, bitch stole my look. This is very, I'm very much Jackie Washington <laughs> on this. All the girls stole that little Brandy, Whitney, Aretha. They all stole my, they all stole my look. Um, I, is that a chop? It's not a chop. It's like, I like it. I just think that like the gold chain thing on the vest is really disturbing me. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to project runway all these looks. I, I didn't meant to say for uh, Christopher's look. Um, I like the look. I just really hated the shoe. The shoe really upset me. Like I'd rather just be a wedge <laughs> heel than like an actual heel. It's, it's, it's because the thing is the things that because they are a light skinned curly haired person is going to really give Prince with the heel, and I'd rather them um... not be reduced to a passive homophobe like Prince, uh, Prince Rogers, Prince Nelson Rogers that they um just have have a wedge heel. Um I do like this. I do like the material and in, inside of this outfit. Um the bald head, the, the beard. I don't like that the beard doesn't connect. Um that's just that's 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 just that's just a choice for me. But other than that, <laughs> I do like I do like the green and the purple together. Um I do like the pinky ring. I guess the pinky ring with the gold I think I, I would like a little bit more gold trim to make the gold look make more sense. It's just like the touches of gold aren't enough for me. I like a gold trim, like a gold, like a gold lame somewhere. Or like so a gold if it's a chop, that means send them over to the like Marauders. A gold in the it's, pattern on the inside yeah, of the jacket. It's like it's like it's like mm-hmm. an eight. It's an eight. Mm-hmm. It's an eight. So send them over to Marauders. It's giving, oh, and I would preface it's giving this. velvet on the inside. It's giving it's giving sominous. Yeah, sort of. Yes, like, dream and bottom. And I'll say this in all fairness, my thoughts are not if, of like saying that the artwork is not great because the artwork is phenomenal. Every bit of the artwork that I've seen is phenomenal. I'm thinking in the real mm-hmm. world, if this worked for me, would it would it would it would it not work for me? I'm saying this in the real world, not the art is terrible. The art is all the art is amazing. Proceed. So next we got friend of the podcast, our Harbinger. I can get one. Um, invited. Invited. <laughs> um, yeah, we might sneak off and have a, a have a sissy moment because God, God damn. Also, this scythe with this skeleton <laughs> on it and this like half hand glove and the dildo girl. at the and the dildo at the end of the of the scythe and and I think that I like mm-hmm. I, I like a good old nasty a good old nasty mm-hmm. asymmetrical thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like it. See, this is this is gold added done right. Okay, because like he has the gold thing over his uh, the thing, the chains thing over his body. Then he has on the waist. Then he has the accent on the top of the cape. It's and and then and then the boots, like you know, and the glove with with, with, it's 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 bad. So he's got a tattoo going down his arm that looks very Mysterium Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. vibranium tattoo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I would like it more if the cape. I think I would like it more. It was giving like the plumage situation, like. The plumage idea that you know, sinister have now me iconic plumage chains. 
going back just to pull off like the extra chain look if the chains are the center of the ensemble but otherwise i think that's like a retroactive um idea rather than proactive one just like next time go with the plumage idea of the chains rather than just the cape because i think the cape is covering up too much and i think the center of the look is supposed to be that body that body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we all still suck your dick all right and so well most of us will still suck your dick so i can't be sexual about the next one because that's my friend uh so black bolex I like the I pink do. number more than the, the gold number, like, to be honest. I do like the yellow. I, like the, yellow. I, but I think it's, agree with it's you, the, the rag. I do like the, it's giving like a, a little ghetto Rapunzel type of thing. Not ghetto, but, you know, I like that. But definitely the pink, if I had to choose one. The pink one, is a, it's a look. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a stand for a black black person in like a fitted suit that gives cultural and then is barefoot with the toes out i don't something about it just just gives me like i'm wet <laughs> because I, I i and i have to agree i don't like the gold one either the gold one is like it looks really hot to me like you look like you're going to be hot and, and sweaty and musty mm-hmm. at the hellfire gala Oh. I'm not really liking it. All the full body coverage. It looks very hot. It, it, it looks very hot. Oh. You got to determine Jager has options for us here, actually. I just realized I opened up the thread and I started scrolling, baby. And Jaeger has multiple points of view for us. I, I really, I, I just think the gold look looks hot. It's, it's very much giving uh, black okay. I'm going to show that I'm black. And this is how I prove that I'm black by wearing a long do-rag and a gold chain. It's it's very performative. I don't like it. The the flower one is very lotus, Japanese lotus mm-hmm. in the wind. Um, especially if he has a power of levitation, so his feet don't touch the ground, get all the white mutants to walk around with their feet touching the ground because they're nasty people. Um, but mm-hmm. I really do like the the floral, the the, the it, it's okay. it's iridescent, it's sexy, it's lovely. The the eye makeup is fabulous. Is that a tooth? Oh, it's a lollipop. The lollipop, the nose ring, the chest tattoo, everything exquisite. Uh, but the, in the words of Andre Leon Talley, Drekitude, when I look at this. I like the kimono. I like the pink look a lot better because it is incorporating his power. So, like, yeah. it's bringing to life the sakura and the cherry blossoms in his robe and turning it into a part of the look overall. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you just go with gold metallics, even if like, I really like the undersuit going on the gold look, um, though it still feels like it's going to be like, this is a look that says this is going to be my uniform for the next two years, uh, rather than this is a hellfire look. And we know how we feel about those. Um, I'm going to like, like Jaeger on the team. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I just need yeah, to know what the bring that pink oh, it's the it's an, Energy it's constructs. Cosmic, uh, yeah, it's cosmic energy manipulation, projection, and copy. Oh, shit. Okay. I just scrolled down. And yeah, just, it's uh, in the and he <laughs> uses it to create, like, anime and nerd references, basically. I, I, oh, I fucked with it. Yeah, okay. it, it's, it's, it's an exquisite look. I just don't like the gold. I, it, and even though, like, the gold looks well tailored and, it, and it's form-fitting to his body, he has a great body, lovely mm-hmm. shape. I like the shoulders. I just I just feel like if I'm going to be dancing up on sink and throwing it back, I don't want to be sweating in this. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, because <laughs> so look, 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 sink, we in a loving culture. Like, you ain't gay by letting me throw this pussy up on that dick. <laughs> yeah. I think Sink will let you throw it back. I think Sink will catch it. He better let me catch it. He better, co- he, he better, he better catch it and copy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he would He would dupe uh, Prodigy's power just so he can give you some entertaining moments. I would dead ass tell the motherfucking uh, choir council, go ahead and set me up with a uterus so I can have his baby real quick. Then we're going to go switch it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, uh, the okay. All you got to do is... Is walk into the waiting room and be like, "Girl, um, bring me back. I These like are this is my look. specifications. I'll be like back." Right. So Very next like we have Sally, Fire Lord, Fire Lordish, this King Emperorish. I like, I like it. I, yeah, it's a, I think the the cape itself is a little too much for me. Without the cape, the, the look is cute. I know what the Even look the, is a reference to. If you ever see My Hero Academia, this is Endeavor. Yeah. I like this is what character. Endeavor would wear to the Hellfire Gala. I, 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 I it's tens. I, like I love it. the look. It's, 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 it's black. It's Negro it's in a way that the other look isn't. Like this to me says, yeah. like I live in black culture. I'm not making a. Uh, a mockery of it, like the shoes, the the um the hair, like the the crown, because he's a black king. Um, well, Sally uses she her pronouns real quick. Oh, Sally is. Oh, this is a this is a. Wait. Oh, this is. <gasps> I thought this was a this was this, this was a man. Oh, this is a oh this yeah. is a woman. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is androgyny. Oh, okay. I love this. I love it even more now. <laughs> Because I because the thing is like I didn't I wasn't like I I just assumed like from the photo that it was I like it this is badass it's a very like this is swagged out but this is this is a woman oh it gets even better when you zoom in like I'm exploring the detail in this in this work like in the art alone like you zoom in and the thing and the thing I like is oh the detail on the side of the shoes Miss Mama's okay it's like it's like it's like just before it's like just before like when you know how you set like a little campfire and then the fires the the wood starts to dim Angela could never that kind of glow Mm-hmm. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me let me yeah. let me. The only thing is, I don't like it along the bottom of the the cape. That's the the part that throws me. I don't like it there. But you know, but but the, but the gag is. Let's talk about because something I think we never. I don't think we mentioned this. Do y'all notice that in the X Men like photo of all the men in the team? You notice know, you know, such a tacky uh, ass bitch. Really a real tacky ass bitch. Like she even throw on out. Yes, I was thinking about that. You lazy fuck, girl. You are so ridiculous. God, you're so privileged and white. Spiral should have killed you. Their work uniform. Who does this? <laughs> Not just your daddy. Shit, Emma should have killed her. An Avenger. Even Cyclops showed up in his Cyclops clothes. Even Wolverine put a suit on. And he on. is Captain Krakoa right now. You know what? It's so insulting. All the Avengers came like that, so I think she thought, "Oh, I'm an Avenger. I can show up any way I want." Nasty. But decrepit. Captain America is showing up in um in Ralph Lauren's finest. Showed up in hand me downs. Not even Jean would put on. 
Like you could you like Firestar, you couldn't find nothing to wear. You couldn't get nobody. All the other Avengers, even like Black Widow put on a fit. You couldn't find nothing to wear, sis. She's been wearing the same stinky, piss yellow uniform for the last mm-hmm. 40 years. Butterham had it coming. It's just so ridiculous. I don't know, but I think that's four members of our... We need one more. I wish I had sketches to show y'all mine. Um, I was supposed to get sketches, but we haven't gotten it yet. Um, I can't not. Well, overall, I'm going to be real. Overall, I do like like the fan-made inspired um, looks more than I like a lot of the actual looks we saw of the X-Men so far. Because there's a care to these looks, I think, that a lot of these others in the industry just aren't giving to characters. Maybe just because some of these characters they don't like. Mm. Like, of course, Doom came and stunted because everyone mm. loves that straight, that straight homosexual Dr. Doom. We do, we do, we do, we do, we do. We do. He is the straightest queen you have ever seen. <laughs> he gets we it. Do. There is queer marriage in Latveria. You know, there is queer marriage in Latveria. He will then force you to do a bunch of stuff. He ain't completely innocent. In fact, he is not innocent at all. In fact, he is the problem. Right, and that's why we love him. We do. We do. I don't know. Oh, the other person. This is the final person I think is the newest. He's also in the group chat. This is paging Mr. Scales. Giving us a Lactuka-inspired look. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, I like the beard. I like the beard-to-lip ratio when you when you get up close. The nose-lip-beard ratios and lips. And then you scroll down, you see, is that underboob? I think it's underboob and ab. I've been wanting to always love like an inverted crop top because I watched Zoids back in the day. Henry, if you remember uh-huh. Zoids, and there was one version of a Zoids character where he got a new clothes, got a new uniform because you know how they do an anime where he gets a little outfit change, and it was yeah. this, it was this like military like style thing, but it was a crop top. And only the abs were showing. And I've been in love with that look ever since. <laughs> I'm just like, only abs. Great. And it's this right here. It's this right here. His codename is Nexus. The All Seer. So I, I, I hear that, I know that he gets um, Henry's vote. This is, a, this is a very good design. Of course. So we have a Cosmic Boy. We have a Firestarter, way better than Angela. Um, we have an Energy Construct Manipulator. And we have... 
We have several cosmic energy people, but that's fine. That's okay. They do it differently. Each of them do it a different way. You know, if you can have like so many psionics and telepaths, that's fine. It's 110% fine. Um, and then we're going to be introduced to me so I can round out the team if I get y'all vote. Y'all can submit y'all votes later. So that's all I have for the circuit party this week. Um, so, everyone. Yes. What is coming up for next week? Oh, my God. I was just trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm saying it's like, I don't know, because the X-Books are no longer in array for me to be, like, in the back of the book and look and see, oh, this is coming next. Nothing, nothing's in order. And, and I'm really tired of it. Like, really. T- okay. So, we Nothing have- was together. So next week starts the accident. Eve of Judgment is next week. I don't know if we're going to review I'm that. I'm on my knees. Well, that doesn't say continuity. We more likely are going to review that. Uh, what else is next week? What I else see Excalibur. In uh, Mortal X-Men. Excalibur. That's skip ahead. I'm looking at July 11th through July 17th on the website. That's... Oh, yeah. I, I'm on I'm on Midtown's website. I don't know. Uh, yeah, in Mortal X-Men is next week, right? definitely. A Legion. Oh wait, yeah. Uh, Marauders is next week. A new wait, why is it? No, you were right. Go, what? Because it set it set everything number. back to 2022. Yeah, because I'm saying Marauders number four and Mortal. I should have caught that sooner. That's a lot of books um, next week. E- yeah, Wolverine, Eve of Judgment, and then I see the Hellfire Gala. Wolverine. New Mutants. Ugh. Marauders, Immortal X. Child, are we going to have enough money? It's a lot of books next week. It's a lot of books next week. It's an expensive week. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to make some moves. RR, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of books next week. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. I'm buying the books that I like. I might buy the first Axe book. I'm going to buy the first Axe book. I'm going to buy Immortal X-Men, like always. Um, <laughs> and do I buy Hellfire Gala, knowing that it's about to piss me off? How many pages is it? I feel like this is about to be... Oh, it's dug in. I have to read it then. It's seven ninety. It's seven ninety nine. so it's not a... It's it's going to be I'm just going to be like super sized I guess forty eight pages probably yeah it has to be because they had to fit in Myra X popping up, um, murdering people. I feel like they're going to kill um, Mary Jane and this is the first time that the X Men used the resurrection protocols on a human. But they can't because they don't have any memories of her. They can easily I think get those or so even, even use the waiting room. room. I think it's trifling, but whatever. I think it would be fair because Mary Jane is the, it, she's been about mutant rights. She never switch up. She's literally um, Spider-Man's boo thing. And Spider-Man is a good sisters with the X-Men. Um, to the point that people confuse him with a mutant all the time in canon. In canon and the Marvel Universe, they think he's a mutant a lot. Um... I think Mary Jane is an appropriate human to use it on, if I had to pick one. 
We should. Oh, Dooms. Mm-hmm. Our gala cover is on the Fantastic Four next week. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to spend so much money next week. It's going to be terrible. terrible. Is it just to get the get the Doctor Dooms look. <laughs> well, I'm actually I'm actually reading Reckoning War, which is also like semi-terrible, and I have to remember this going forward that we are no longer reading any more Fantastic Four books because Reed Richards is a monster, um, and he and he is always the center of the chaos every fucking time. What did he do in Reckoning War? You can give a good a little a little stick. So what happened? So basically, it's about so basically the Watchers. It explains how the Watchers became the Watchers, and the Watchers mm-hmm. were originally, originally some race called the Luminas or the Luminous or something. And basically, the universe that we exist in, not necessarily the ones the six one six. The universe we exist. Well, I guess I guess to say the one the six one six. The universe we exist in basically was. <laughs> It's only one percent of it. The other ninety nine percent of it got destroyed. Oh because, shit! <laughs> because of something, because of some interference that the Watchers did with this race of people that they gave them technology, which created large wars. So basically, they deleted the outside of the universe. And as a result of this deletion or whatever, these people have been living and existing in this like, like not universe space and have no space basically. Yeah, and, and escape from it and want and want beef. With the with the watchers, but they are like immensely overpowered because it's kind of like almost like an amen thing where living in this harsh condition they've had to evolve. And so they're recycling X stories. <laughs> pretty much. And then so basically Uwatu, who's the watcher of 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 our universe, of 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 the soul, you know, universe and the what if situation, basically goes back to the other watchers and is like, look, I know we're not allowed to intervene because the last time we intervened and gave those people like our technology. We had to basically delete ninety nine percent of the universe, but the people are coming to fuck us up, and they're just like, "No, you're lying," and all this other. They had like this hive mind thing, and then uh, Nick Fury was the herald for um, the Watcher, but ended up downloading all his memories into Reed Richards, who basically um, faked the death of his kids to get the Fantastic Four moving, and then. Uh, got Ben Ben Grimm almost killed and it's gonna leave Jack of Hearts to die. It, it's um Reed yeah. Richards is a mess. Um the only person clocked in on the Fantastic Four is Doom and, and Sue and, and Sue Storm. Um is Doom and, using his Dormammu magic in this? Um he's not completely in the story as of yet. Cause they um, never did anything with that him eating all Dormammu's magic. Because like he uses he uses magic now fighting against someone to get some mm-hmm. like because like he, he wants to end the reckoning war but he's doing it on his own terms he's not involving a Fantastic Four because only person Why he really you? cares about, person he cares about <laughs> is, uh, is is uh, Valeria because Valeria's the only one that has common sense on the family because that's uh, his Franklin, that's his niece that's yeah. that's, that's his baby Franklin, girl <laughs> Franklin ain't shit Franklin ain't shit because truth be told Valeria is really Doom's child. And everybody else's mind because Reed Richards ain't no kind of daddy. It's like, ain't it's, no kind of daddy. He raised her. He made her his familiar. He was like, "This is my prodigy." In fact, if anything happens to me, she gets the kingdom. This is my yeah, daughter. Like, pretty much, like she got she on the wheel on she on the, she had the wheel and the deed to Laveria. Like he looks at Franklin and goes, "The only good thing you ever did was give birth to Valeria." <laughs> right. It's, it's a great backstory to how the Watchers became the Watchers, and it makes a lot of sense. Hearing it from you, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a mix between Justice League Dark Metal um, and 
the extra far space, like the shit with the the Guardians of the Galaxy, because they are the Watchers, the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, where they talk about like, oh, before we made this universe, we actually were dicking around with the emotional spectrum on another universe, and we fucked that up. And truth be told, we destroyed that other universe, and then we're just pretending to be good people because we don't want that shit to happen again. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. I might, I might want to check it out. But I can't stand the Fantastic Four. So I'll give it a shot. I'll Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. It's once they started giving Republican vibes, I just check out. Because I was like, first of all, Sue, why the fuck you talk to the X-Men like that? Watch your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, you might make first feels, but we'll bomb your ass. It's called a thought bomb, baby, and they'll use it. <laughs> I will never forget that shit when I saw Madeline Pryor do that shit to Rachel in X Men Volume Four. She just walked up to her and she set off that thought bomb, and she just went, "That's called a thought bomb." Right now, you're struggling to make a coherent thought. In that time, I'm going to kill you. See you in. Make sure you see your mother in hell. Tell her I said hello. God loves Madeline Pryor. <laughs> Petty bitch. Uh, so cunt. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it sounds interesting. I think I might wait for one of these nerds on the internet to explain it to me in a YouTube video. Sometimes it saves you from, um, excuse me, it saves you from wasting money. Sometimes you just got to do that. Yeah, like I, I say, I should save money reading Strange Academy's finale. Uh, yeah, the finale was actually pretty good. And I didn't, you know, I, I think it's the same thing as when I voted for Sabretooth. It, Strange Academy's finale felt like a, it was tying in a sequel. Because I'm like, why is Zoe acting like this? Little girl, you've mm-hmm. never been this girl. Mm-hmm. Why is she beating Brother Voodoo? I felt like that was disrespectful. There's no way. She's not even that, Defeating she's not even that good. Brother like, Voodoo in a fight? No way. No way. Not with. They're like, oh, she's empowered by Dormammu. It's like, Voodoo beat Dormammu before. In fact, his, that's the whole thing about having an arcane gift is that it's your, your magical talents that really don't get topped. He's fireproof. And he can also mesmerize creatures. As, it's an issue. It was just an issue. Bothered me. Bothered me a little bit, baby. Bothered me a little bit. Bothered me a little bit. And why are they doing magic out in the open when they know they're incurring costs? That's a whole big thing about whatever, whatever. We'll we'll check it out in the next issue, next volume. But no, my my gears are grinding. What are you guys reading for next week? Um, so I'm really on the Dark Crisis thing in the Justice League. I have decided to pick up uh, recently uh, Batman and Superman's World's Finest because I saw that whole thing with them uh, um, basically uh, fusion, fusing into like a Batman, Superman, uh, Green Lantern uh, being, which was like really interesting. The artwork is great. So when I saw it, I'm like, no, let me just find all four issues and start to read this and see what this gives. Um, what else am I reading outside of that? I don't know what else I'm going to pick up this week as far as the other books. 
I think Reckoning War is the only thing outside the X-Men or Marvel that I'm reading, and anything that Transformers that may come up. But being that Transformers is ending soon, permanently, um, because IDW lost the, um, they lost the rights to Transformers or expired one or the other. Um, they're moving to another publisher, but I'm not going to pick up Transformers again because the comics are always terrible to read. And then it, and it's also going to start with a brand new continuity and it will do different spins on the characters again. And I feel like the way Transformers was going currently by acknowledging trans identities and trans Transformers and, and actually doing a lot of labor to identify gender and Transformers because it's been such a hot button issue in the community that they may lose all of that because a lot of characters now are in either like queer relationships or they have trans or non-binary identities now. I feel like and, that's hearing about the outsider. I feel like that's heavily impacted by the fact um, of Steven Universe being inspired by the Transformers, Loki. Yeah, because like the thing that's really interesting is that like so. Everybody knows I'm like immensely a toy collector, and there's a lot of controversy going on on the GI Joe side right now about Cobra Commander uh, uh, physical appearance in canon. Because I'm gonna go back to that. But I digress. But what I was saying was, but like because of like Transformers has had a big gender issue because originally they wanted Transformers to be genderless, and in the original Marvel comic, because originally a lot of people don't know that Transformers was a Marvel property, not what it is today. But Marvel sold it because the toys weren't doing well. So imagine we had the Transformers in MCU that they probably would have done better than these fucking ass movies. Um, but they started to add female Transformers in the second season, but they felt like they needed an explanation for them, which they never came up with. But then the comics tried to explain it as first as a force, they forced a male Transformer into a, um, a sexual reassignment surgery. And it was a whole mess in the, in the fandom about like forcing people to be trans, not in a way of like, trans is bad but like that's not how that happens mm-hmm. you can't force someone to switch genders um but then once they retconned the entire universe and went back at it they made it that transformers who didn't feel like they were in the right chassis had the right to change their bodies to what they wanted them to be versus them saying that like a body uh, shop like was, a little body it, shop it, 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 was, it was an experiment <laughs> to test why we don't have female Transformers, and then to reveal that there's a whole world of, of female-based Transformers with female leadership and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So they tried to, like, incorporate that and also, like, making that relationships in the Transformer universe are, are not heterosexual or homosexual. You fall in love with who you fall in love with. And it's, it's been really, like, they've been really working on... Hasbro has made an effort to be immensely nuanced around... Uh, social justice and social political issues, which I appreciate, but to the point of the whole Cobra Commander problem is there are two Cobra Commanders in, 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 the, in the 1980s cartoon. There's one with the silver mask and one with the blue hood. Mm-hmm. Hasbro made a statement around the time of the first G.I. Joe movie that you would never see Cobra Commander in a hood because it harkens too much to the KKK. It's also enough that he's a part of a terrorist organization. That is not a good look. It has... The G.I. Joe fandom 
in stitches right now and, and torn. Well, it's been, it's been torn for years. Whenever I'm in toy groups, it's always a social right, a social like you SJWs are all snowflakes and we're hypersensitive and all this other stuff. It's just a blue hood. If they have literally told you that this toy that is catered for children, not for us adult collectors, is telling you that we're no longer doing the hood because of how it just looks, y'all need to get over it. But if you walk into your baby's room and you see that toy and you're like, I have nothing, you have no idea what G.I. Joe is. They're like, that's a Klansman. <laughs> right. And, and they I released thought that was an, I, I do not collect toys. I always thought the point of Cobra Commander's hood was that he looks like a Klansman. Right. Um, and that's why I, I, I literally never rocked with G.I. Joe, honestly. I, yeah, like, I, I saw old cartoons and I was like, oh, it's on. My dad liked it. That's it. Like, in hindsight, like, you're not realizing it, but, like, Cobra is really a white, white supremacist organization. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, even though, like, it's revealed later that they are um, a, a subsect of humans, the way that well, Cobra Commander comes from a subsect of humans that survived, like, you know, extinction, and they're a different kind of, like, evolutionary group. But with that even being said, I think they don't realize, like, like everybody's like, it's just the blue hood, it's not the same thing as the white hood, but it's the point of the hood, the hooded person that is also perceived to be a white man on the show. It's just a blue hood, like a cop. Yeah, like it's not just like like if if you go under the trend, because like so so recently Hasbro does this thing called HasLab where they do this like crowdfunding for a very exclusive thing. So right now they're doing this figure for the classified line. They're doing this um this this vehicle and as you unlock as, as more people back and back the product they unlock tiers to like, okay, since we hit the 8,000, y'all go and get the vehicle. Y'all got it. But if you open up these other tiers, you get all these extra additional things. Mm-hmm. And the last the last thing is a regular silver masked Cobra Commander. And people are pissed because it's not hooded. And half of them said 20, 20 times over. Y'all not getting a hooded Cobra Commander. Cause and, 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 and the conversation happened around the movie. They were like, when we do the, the G.I. Joe movie, he is not to be in a hood whatsoever. Y'all can hide his face 20 ways from Sunday, but a hood is not it. Not in this current climate of things. And Hasbro is trying to fix a lot of the problematic things that a lot of G.I. Joe characters represented. Because it's not itchy to have a Klansman. Klansmen aren't edgy. They kill people. Because even like the Dreadnoughts being an example of the Hell's Angels, you have Native American characters, Black characters, and all these other things that are going on in continuity in this book, and they're trying to fix it all. Because I think the thing that's different about Transformers, and I, this is one thing that my mother said inadvertently about me being bullied as a kid, she thinks that I like Transformers because they do not look like human beings. So she says, I feel mm. safe with robots, I do with human beings. But with that being said, because they're robots, not actual races or identifying human things besides being humanoid robots, it's kind of a different thing because it's human, it's robots, it's subjective. But G.I. Joe is about uh, about war and crime involving the Amer- American military and making that look like something that is going to be ingestible for kids without it looking like propaganda also. They really are trying to get away from the whole, like, it being, like, so all-American that, like, this is, like, American propaganda. And the G.I. Joe fandom has a lot of Trump supporters in it. A lot. Mm-hmm. It's really... It, and it's, and, it's, and it's really troublesome and very weird, especially when you're in a room full of grown men arguing about why Cobra Commander can't be in a hood. Uh, and I just reiterate people all the time. I was like, I said, even if you don't agree or not, 
Me as a black man, I have a problem with it. I don't want to see no fucking hooded character. But secondarily, the toys are not for us. It is a gift that Hasbro is indulging us. Because most places don't. But the 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 toy itself is geared towards children. It's like there's a thing like that with Power Rangers too. Right. There's a thing like that literally in Power Rangers where everyone does not like um, how the Power Rangers shows are performed, especially through Nickelodeon, where the, mm-hmm. the storylines and the acting are so undercut. And to us, from our generation of like when it was going on, there was still some more serious elements to what was going on, um, especially as they got closer to the Disney era um, before mm-hmm. they traded over to Nickelodeon. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, I think more people in the Power Rangers fandom who are openly admitting that, yeah, though we see why they do it is for kids and literally this is something i'm able to share with my kids like i think the green samurai ranger for ninja storm i forget his name he played cam he literally talks about like my kid watches power rangers on his own just because he is indulging it as a kid that it hasn't occurred to him that i'm a power ranger or like he said his he watched the marathon of power ranger videos he got to ninja storm and he made his favorite power ranger was the green samurai it had not occurred to him that he chose me as his favorite Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. And like it's an adorable video. It's on TikTok and everything. He's talking about it and how much his son loves the Green Samurai Ranger and him going like behind closed doors, like basically about to break into tears because his son unwittingly chose him as his hero. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference in that the Power Ranger series um, has never had to indulge like that kind of idea. Um, in fact, the season that they did it was Lightspeed, where they did like this is the all American team, uh, mm-hmm. and is everyone's literally everyone's least favorite season. Mm-hmm. People don't really love that season at all, but as an enterprise, it doesn't do that, and it caters towards children first. Mm-hmm. If you want some adults, you go read the comic books, <laughs> right? Right, and it makes sense that the comic books would be for more adult people because who's going to spend six ninety nine a week, right? Right, because even like I said, like even price point wise, it's for children. It's not for us. Like they're not building all these cartoons and Netflix series for us to try to get more kids into the fandom. Like fuck out of here! Like it's so it's so it's so weird arguing with Trump supporters under a Hasbro post on Instagram about. Why you can't have a hood? Get over it. X-Men fans, we're used to it because they don't like this shit neither about Krakoa. But with that, we're going to call it a day, everyone. Thank you for stopping by with us. All love, all respect. Fuck Firestar. Yeah, fuck Firestar. (laughs) This has been Cracker Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Stay blessed. Bye. (laughs) Faggot.